and away we go. You're listening to Live on Four Legs, the live Pearl Jam podcast experience featuring Mr. Stone Gossett. Fucking camera in the truck. everybody now welcome to live on four legs a definitive live pearl jam podcast and yes this is a wednesday and this is usually where our weekly episode drops but things happen news gets announced and your guys on the podcast that talk about all the live stuff think we're kind of entitled to react to it well that's what we're gonna do here because we just got 34 dates which is going to equate to the 2024 Dark Matter Tour. Boy, oh boy, if you're not excited about that, you're probably not listening to this right now. I'll just say that because we have locations, I wouldn't say just about everywhere, but covering a lot of the map. We got the West Coast and some of all this stuff that was rumored before seemed to come up as true. We got West Coast stuff from L.A. to Seattle, finally, and Portland and Vancouver. Then we're going out to overseas in Europe where we'll hit Barcelona and Berlin and London and Dublin back to Ireland for the first time in 14 years, which would be very, very cool. And then we're going to go Wrigley Field and Missoula and Indy. And we'll talk about all of this as it kind of comes about. And we break down the whole entire tour list. And then the East Coast is hit heavy. Madison Square Garden, Philadelphia, Fenway Park. Yeah, there's no lack of great stuff. And for all of you tuning in that are down under in the land of Oz, you guys finally got your shows. And granted... Granted, I thought we were going to get more. I thought we were going to get like seven or eight. We only got four, which is a little disappointing, but it's better than nothing knowing that they haven't been down there in 10 years. So congratulations to you guys. I think you deserve it the most. And now here to break it all down. Randy Sobel over here, John Farrar over there. Oh, everybody can just breathe a sigh of relief. It's finally here. I know some of the tension is gone and some of the, Will they, won't they? When are they doing it? And yeah, the rumor that was out there that said the 13th the whole time, I wasn't inclined to believe that because I'm just like, you know what? I've heard like eight things and I believe the first seven. And now I just don't have the patience or the willpower to do this anymore. So thankfully, it's always the last one that you're just like, I give up, do it whenever. And then it ends up being right anyway. So thankfully, we got something tonight. Yeah, 34 shows. I mean, that's similar to what they pulled out a couple of years ago. 
a lot of the venues and places are familiar. But it's the start of a new era and going to have a whole new thing to talk about, like new songs. There's a lot of doing two nights stints in a lot of places, which is going to be interesting to talk about. So this is kind of what we were waiting for for the whole winter. Oh, yeah. And it's it's nice that all of the projected dates from the very, very beginning ended up being right. And there were a couple other dates that were kind of thrown in there and tossed in there. A couple of Seattles. Oh, was the Seattle before the tour was supposed to start. Is there oh, going to be was, a Seattle? That was going to happen. I agreed with that. I fully agreed with that, but it got reported somewhere. So it's that part is not happening. I think there was a Safeco one that was thrown in there too. That part is not happening, but we do have a very, very healthy schedule here. I am wondering because of the record store day thing and the release of the album, will they do something at easy street? I think that's what everybody expects them to do. And I bet you they don't do it. <laughs> right that kind of deal. So let's get in to start to talk about all of these places because there are a lot of them and there are a lot of good stories to be told. And once we get to the end and after we kind of go through all the cities and stuff like that and all the dates, we'll talk about kind of our future plans after these tour dates got announced. So let's start from the beginning. True 2024 Live Pearl Jam Dark Matter Tour preview is on. May 4th and May 6th, Vancouver, British Columbia at the Rogers Arena. Vancouver, they have not been back to since 2013. This is the only city in Canada that they are headed to. And it feels like we just did a Vancouver show a couple months ago and we went through all of the stories that happened and there's some interesting things and it's kind of like Seattle light up there and I don't want to offend anybody go in Vancouver but it's just been there from the very beginning as kind of a pseudo home away from home kind of place and I like that they're opening here because it is shades which is weird because there's no more Canadian dates but it's shades going back to that 2005 full Canada run right there where they essentially it was the gorge, but they essentially started Canada right from Vancouver. And I like it because they get to stay a little bit close to home and they kind of maybe get a hometown vibe to start it off with. But Vancouver for two days, which is interesting. I don't think they've ever had two days shows in Vancouver before. So hopefully everybody will be able to get to both of them. What do you think about those? Well, you know, it's going to be cool because Vancouver is going to get the first of a lot of these new songs. They're going to get the debuts, and that's always a cool thing to have in your in your back pocket. But those are the ones that everybody's going to be looking at. You know, whenever there's new songs, it's like all those eyes are going to be on those first couple of shows. Be like, oh, what are they going to play? How is it going to sound? Everybody's going to be itching for those bootlegs as soon as they can to hear what the new songs sound like live. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great place to start. Like you said, you get kind of the hometown feel of it being close in Seattle, but not the pressure of it being a Seattle show. Everybody and their grandmother and sister wanting to be there. So, yeah, kind of start a little off and then they're going to go down to a loop and come back to Seattle at the end. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, I mean, lucky to get two nights there. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because it feels like most of the album tour years that they've done have started 
two or three weeks before the record came out. So they would debut some of these songs live and for the first time people hearing it for the first time. So in this instance, you have about two weeks to get familiarized with the record. And I wonder how into that the crowd is going to be right from the get-go in Vancouver. Oh, we'll see. I mean, we know for sure, you know, Dark Matter is probably going to get played early. So if you're going to those shows, make sure you're familiar. But yeah, I think that's on purpose. I mean, they want to give people a chance to digest it and hear it so that when they get to the shows, they can participate and sing along. I think that's a smart thing to do. And we'll see if there's anything like Tonight Show or Saturday Night Live that they do before these. They should do SNL again. It's been so long and it feels like Pearl Jam that's their way almost to get in the public spotlight and they really haven't done it. So I'd like to see it. I'd really like to see it. Now, this is interesting because I think this happens like two or three times in this year where there are not two days in between dates, but this is three days in between Vancouver night two and Portland, Oregon, May 10th, they are in Portland at the Moda Center. And I find that interesting and a little kind of deflating in a way. And the reason why I say deflating is because if you are a follower, if you are a traveler, then you're trying to save money at this point because the tickets have gotten more expensive. Obviously, hotels and flights are very expensive right now. And you don't want to kind of be traveling for three days and nothing happening and and just not seeing the band. I think one or two might be fine and you'll be able to find things to do, but three is a real lot. That's a long time in between. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if we see less people traveling. I mean, people are just going to pick their one destination and try to go. I mean, that's maybe some of the logic behind doing two shows. But yeah, we're going to see that. I don't think there's, I think there might be only one or two back to back on the whole run. Yeah, you have to go to MSG. I know the MSG ones are back-to-back and the Los Angeles ones. Berlin and Los Angeles, I think, are the other two, yeah. Okay, so there's per leg, there's there's one per leg. So it's interesting. Now, Portland is interesting as well. Portland, another like Vancouver, haven't played there since 2013, that big tour run for Lightning Bolt. And it does have a history. Again, it's very, very close to Seattle, so they went down there a lot in 1991, 1992, We did a 1992 show on Portland last year. I believe it was one where it was Dave A's birthday and they got to play Angel, if I'm not mistaken. And I feel like Portland doesn't really get talked about as like a prime place for Pearl Jam. It feels like maybe it should. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, Portland is one of those kind of cool alternative towns. You know, it's like everybody... You're Austin and Minneapolis and Athens and, you know, your cool places like that. You're going to do those kind of hipster is probably not the right word. That was like 20 years ago. But it's uh, it's one of those towns that there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of young people. Progressive. How about that? Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And then but that show is going to be just interesting because like after Vancouver, they will have gotten to spend a couple of days at home, regroup a little bit, re things think about what worked in vancouver what didn't work three days off the voice is going to be fresh so yeah look out for that show and you have to think too this is one of the things that i was talking about in the chat group and i think mar brought this up 
is that there is a high potential that somebody in the band could get COVID again and need those Always, days yeah. to recover or Ed just loses his voice. So in that aspect, I think it is smart, but still you have to think of the fans a little bit here and how they're doing, but it's, Hey, not everybody can win in every perspective. So now this is interesting. Speak of COVID May 13th, Sacramento, California at the golden one center where the Kings play. This was the place where I showed up and was riding in the car with Brian Anderson from San Francisco up about two hour trip and about 10 minutes into the ride. I start getting piles and piles of texts saying it is canceled. Jeff Ament gets COVID. What the hell do I do with my couple days not seeing Pearl Jam? And good for them for booking Sacramento again and kind of giving them their restart. And same with Vegas and Vegas is getting two. It seems like in some ways they're is a little bit redemption for some places this year not as much in europe and you know we're still waiting on that raleigh show i know but seeing sacramento get a little bit of uh, the pie here is nice because it, again it's a place that 2000 you have to go back to that's 24 years it's almost a quarter of a century that they hadn't been there so i'm glad that they were able to get a spot there yeah, this little run here is, you know, kind of the, the makeup run of shows that's going to be cool, too, because, you know, they're they're going to pull out something special to make up for those canceled dates. Absolutely. Yeah, I would hope so. And yeah. we'll see. Yeah, it's it's around. What's crazy is, is around the same dates as what it was supposed to be yeah. in 2022. Yeah. I believe Sacramento was May 16th and Vegas was May 18th. Yeah. I believe those were the dates. I'm pretty sure those were the dates. If somebody Sounds wants right. to email me and tell me I'm wrong, then, you know, whatever. But that takes us to May 16th and 18th, where this time, both of those days, they will be in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. And a lot of people know this, but that weekend is going to be packed in the city. It's not like it's not rare for Vegas to be packed, but last time going in there and that EDM festival that's over there, there are a lot of people and not just a lot of people, but a lot of big groups that gather around and, and it's, you know, it, it, it's just say what you will, but it, it's just a lot of people. So, and with that, of course it, it makes the prices for hotels and airfare and stuff like that. It, uh, it, it makes it spike and all. So, however, Vegas, I'm glad they're getting two because it did seem like the one that everybody was gunning for in 2022 to be like, we have to go to Vegas this run. It was supposed to close that West coast run. So I, I'm glad that they got two. I think that those two could be really, really interesting just from, you know, a, a spectacle standpoint oh definitely and it's i think it's at the mgm grand which is if i'm not mistaken is that the same place they played in 2000 uh they played in 2003 and 2006 and okay. yeah, I, yeah. I believe it was that 2000 show as well yes mm -hmm. yeah so a lot of history there oh absolutely for sure and i guess we got to bring it up that they did not get booked for the sphere which i think is probably good. a good thing for yeah. everybody so 
May 21st and May 22nd, Los Angeles, California, back at the Forum. Hey, they did it twice a couple years ago. They're back at it again. It's a popular place. Los Angeles is going to have a ton of people. Those should be some good shows right there. I'm getting spoiled. Two shows again. So I know. Yeah, but but back to back. So expect, you know, expect some different set lists. Maybe a little bit shorter on night two, but, but they got two days off after. So I think that's the thing about this too. Like the spacing is, is very well thought out. Like give themselves a break, two days off before, two days off after, run through those two back to back and then and then back to spacing them out a little bit and then to the end of this little West Coast run. Yep, we're getting towards the end there. And May 25th, that already got announced about a month ago that they were going to be playing the Bottle Rock Festival in Napa Valley, California. And it's their one U.S. festival date. And it's already sold know, out. Can, it's sold out, and it was also in an area that's really, really price expensive. I know I'm bringing up the expenses a lot. It's just been on my mind. And I'm not complaining about that either. It's just kind of apparent. But... You know, a lot of people had said that that's a good place for music, but like really tough to get to and like parking situation and getting in and out is a little bit difficult. But, you know, for people that are in Northern California area, like San Francisco area, like that's their show right there. So that's not a bad deal. And now we get to the end. Two shows, May 28th and May 30th in Seattle, Washington at the Climate pledge arena i think that these two are going to be the most anticipated of this run i don't think i'm mincing words while saying that and it's just interesting because you have to go back a long ways to the last time that they did play an arena show again matching with vancouver and portland it's 2013 that show that closed out in december of that year it was a great show. It's a memorable show. And now you get two back to back in a building that a lot of people said and thought Pearl Jam would be opening the building. And, you know, I think there was a thing where I believe Coldplay mm-hmm. opened the building. Just thinking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, Chris Martin ended up mentioning Pearl Jam and I think they played Nothing Man there. And I wonder if that's kind of a nod to like he knew that uh this was supposed to be their gig but yeah and that's kind of a little bit of speculation but the stuff that you hear from around but i'm very very excited i think this is my may run right here i think i'll do both seattle and then we'll talk about september when we talk about september but yeah these two should be very very important shows and a really tough ticket to get yeah, I mean, I've never been to Seattle. This is, I'm going to try to pull this off. It's going to be probably my only one of the year. I don't think I'm going to be able to do any of these Coast Run. But yeah, I mean, it'll be cool to be there if it works out. I mean, having the end of the run here, I mean, and again, two days off before, day off in between, it's going to be really special, especially with new songs and that they haven't played in an arena in Seattle in a long time, or just in Seattle in a long time. Like they, it's been what, 2018, I think? Yeah, Safeco. Uh, the home shows. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. That will have been almost six years, so that's a long time for them not to play their their hometown. That's right. Yep. So again, highly, highly anticipated those shows, and hoping, hoping. I we already have an Airbnb booked, so right across from Climate Pro Pledge, so it could be a hub base if you want to drop stuff off if you really want to. But yeah, it should be really, really a lot of fun. 
now we get into June, a little less than a month later, and we are diving into the first of the European shows. For the first time in 14 years, June 22nd, Dublin, Ireland at Marlite Park. Ireland is very intriguing because every Ireland show that I've heard, I've been really impressed by the crowd. I, they bring it. And of course, it's going to be that almost like that melting pot that you talk about with, you know, in my case, Hartford, that you get all of the UK going into Ireland and taking over and getting that passion. And I, I see it. I see that being a really, really good opener right there. And I've already heard a lot of people talk about that's going to be the one for Europe that, you know, either people traveling or, you know, the, the Scots. And I'm sorry to the Scots that, again, missed Came out close. another year. Came close. I know. I know. But you know what? Just keep, just keep it up. Just keep going and I keep feel, feel your pain, it. guys. Feel your pain. But, yeah, I mean, this is – it's kind of similar to the U.S. run. Like, you get to start a little bit out in left field like similar to vancouver where you're not starting in london or a big city in the uk you get to start in dublin get a chance to get your get your feet under you and then move into there for those big shows that's right now again that's going to be a couple days in between that show and manchester june 25th at manchester uk i believe that is the first time in manchester since 2012 the 2012 show has something pretty notable. I believe it was night one, but I could be mistaken. But the 2012 show it is the only time that they've ever played Hitchhiker. So that's what I got on Manchester. But again, another UK <laughs> don't, don't show. Don't count on a repeat performance. I Yeah, that was not good. And uh, yeah, I think it kind of made its grave that night. So... But it's, it's interesting, and perhaps when we talk about episodes previewing some of these locations, perhaps that gets brought up. All right, this is the big London one. June 29th, again, that's three days in between. So I hope you get a good scope of your travel in and everything like that, because we're going to London. And this was really interesting, because I didn't have a good sense of where this was going to end up. And obviously Hyde Park is really, really tough to top, but the Tottenham Hotspur stadium, how about that? Has Pearl Jam ever played in a soccer stadium before like this? Um, probably in like, I want to say in Italy or Spain, probably maybe in like 2000. Or yeah. A long time ago. But yeah, this is a, it's a new stadium. I think it just opened a year or so ago. So I know they've had like NFL games there this past year and stuff like that, but it's supposedly a, like a premier venue over there. So yeah, looking forward to that one. I'm so sorry that I discounted all of South America, which is mostly mm, at true. soccer stadiums. True. So sorry about that, you guys. But I, I kind of meant like first in England, and I know they've Sol- done Soldier Arena. Field too. They played they played soccer there now too. Soldier Field. No, okay. Well, I'm wrong. So moving on. We got two in Berlin. These are two back-to-back shows on back-to-back dates. It's at Waldbühne again, which is a beautiful, beautiful oh. venue. July 2nd and July 3rd. July 2nd being my son's birthday, so I will not be going to that one. But Berlin, that is an amazing Pearl Jam city. It truly is. Absolutely. And to get, to get two dates there, I think 
they kind of know. And I wasn't a huge fan of the 2022 show they did there. I thought that there was a lot left on the table that they just didn't get to. And some of the performances, I remember there was performance of Amongst the Waves. I was just like, oh, this really needed some work and it just didn't hit the right spot. But I can see these shows being really, really good. I can see the European crowd being up to it for these. And as we know from 2018, throwing all of the soda can holders up in the sky, you never know if you get a repeat of that. So that should be very, very highly anticipated on this. Yeah. European. And like, and they're, you know, they're not doing Paris. They're not doing Amsterdam. They're not doing anything in Italy. So I think these eight, you know, European shows, you're going to see a lot of traveling. You're going to see a lot of, of diversity there from around the area. So those could be really cool. And a mention for Prague and Vienna here that they didn't get over there and they're not going that deep into Europe, but those guys probably deserve to show just as much as Indy and Sacramento and Vegas did. So sorry that they weren't able to experience that, but they'll always be back in Europe. And I think they'll probably be thinking about that too. So two dates after that in Barcelona, Spain, July 6th and July 8th at Palo St. Jordi. I believe they played there in 2018. That's a pretty good and pretty underrated show. But to get two in Spain, that's very interesting. I didn't expect that they would go that route for Barcelona. You know, like you said, you always think of like, oh, Amsterdam, Paris, Rome, things like that. But... Yeah, Barcelona could be sneaky good, too. I mean, that's a cool area for music. You always, like, hear about people having good shows there. So looking forward to those, too. Like, and then hanging out in Spain for a few days, nothing wrong with that. I think probably schedule that to bring the family and have a little have a little vacation in Spain for a few days. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's absolutely. You got two more days off after that. So yeah. it's really not bad at all. And coming to mind right now 1996 they did do back-to-back dates in barcelona i believe to end that tour so it's not like it hasn't happened before but good for the guys over in spain especially i believe eric is in spain so hopefully he's able to get to both and is able to report back that would be very very cool going to lump these two together here because we already heard about them july 11th and july 13th madrid at mad cool festival and lisbon portugal the nos alive festival they've done these festivals before i think probably back to back in the same manner in 2018 a lot of the 2018 stops are back on this run so nothing wrong with that and it's weird to see that they're going to europe and not hitting rock worker because that seems to be always on the list, but you do need to get festivals over there as well. So yeah, those are the ones they chose for this time around. I'll be looking for these to see what's the set list going to look like, which of the new songs have are able to kind of connect and make it into like a quote unquote festival set list, or do they kind of do what they did with Gigaton and just stick with maybe pick two or three and then stick to more of a greatest set style. But I think you, there's a chance you could you could get a little bit more of Dark Matter than you did of Gigaton at some of these festivals. We'll see. They did not bust Gigaton out enough when they went to Europe two years ago. So, I mean, anything could possibly beat that. But again, it's we'll see right now. And, you know, here's to hoping. Yep. All right. They take a little bit more than a month off before they go out to Missoula, Montana. Every six years they go to Missoula, Montana. Why? 
It's because John Tester is up for re-election in the Senate. He's good friends, of course, with Jeff Ament, hometown. And they're going back to the Washington Grizzlies Stadium August 22nd, the same place that they played back in 2018. Pretty memorable show. And that's, that's a destination place. And I don't know if I'll ever end up making a Missoula show just because it feels, and somebody can correct me on this, but it feels really tough to get to. It's remote. remote, Yeah, and I'm not a camper at all, so Mm -hmm. I have to bow out on that one, but I I love all the enthusiasm from the people that really, really love those Missoula shows, and it should be really good, and maybe we get, you know, Jeff created set list again. And don't forget, there there is an election coming up, in case you hadn't heard, so this is going to be the the political portion of the program. Which is very weird because we have a bunch of blue states. We have a battleground in Pennsylvania. There's no Michigan. There's no Florida. There's no Ohio. There's no Wisconsin. Like, yeah, I I think that ignoring some of those places, and especially the Western PA, like uh, Pittsburgh, ignoring those places, I think was probably a miss for this. And who knows, maybe they can do some straight eights in October before going out to Australia and all that. But I don't I don't think so. I think we would know if they were. Doesn't seem likely, yeah. So after Missoula, they're gonna take a couple days off and head to Indianapolis to make up that date on August twenty-sixth at the Ralph Mute Music Center. You know, for all the people that were really upset about losing their indie show last year. You know, I, I, I get the pain because I lost two shows two years ago and didn't get them back. But they had always promised that this was not a cancellation, that they would make up the show. And here we are. It's kind of at the beginning here before they get into two big ones at Wrigley. Yeah, this one could be sneaky good, too, because, again, just like Sacramento and Vegas, they're they're going to want to do something special. And, and, you know, you got a couple of days off before they go to Wrigley. Those are going to be big shows. And it's kind of like. This one could be maybe sneaky good in a chance. So if you're, you know, if you're looking for one, don't don't cut out Indianapolis. August 29th, August 31st, Chicago, Illinois, Wrigley Field. This is one that I'm surprised they don't do every single summer, but it's a destination spot. And it's very unfortunate because I feel like if they didn't play Chicago last year, it would have been a few and then I would have gone. But it's I, I just can't make that trip twice. I want to put in for Seattle and make sure Seattle is all settled and everything like that. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Wrigley. You are going to get some passionate shows and great crowds and hopefully no rain. Right. I mean, the I mean, the question. I mean, as soon as the as soon as it was rumored, as soon as it was announced, the question is like, how long are they going to play? Right. Is this going to be the return of the of the thirty plus song set list? So we'll just have to wait and see. Well, you know, we didn't mention that they do have openers for these shows. They do. And opening, I think, this whole entire September run is Glenn Hansard, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because. When you think of Wrigley Field, you think of like, okay, you get a big band to play that. And Glenn Hansard works really, really well in theaters. Like the Beacon Theater is a great place to go see him. The uh, theater at the Garden is a great place. Oh, yeah. yeah, When I saw him, he was the last song he was singing off the microphone. Like he can't do that at Wrigley Field. Right. 
Right. That's exactly what it, when I saw him at the yeah. beacon, that's exactly yeah. what he did too. And it's a really, really big place for him. And I wonder, you know, what he would have up his sleeve to kind of make up for that. Because yeah, a lot I, mean, of I wonder if he'll, if he'll bring the Earthlings band, if he'll do like a full band thing. Well, I was going to say that. Yeah, because yeah. he's by himself for most of this. But mm-hmm. that could be a real litmus test. And I think, I mean, he's ever the performer if there ever was one. But I, I, I think that he'd be able to make something work and, you know, make this crowd get into it i everybody loves him he's a terrific artist and i don't know i wonder if marketa or golova if she ends up doing things because i think they're writing a new album together soon so well, if, if maybe he, that'll be the long-awaited commitments reunion perhaps yeah but the swell season i mean that could fill up ridley field so i think uh yeah it, it'll be interesting how that plays out september 3rd september 4th new york new york and place so nice they named it twice at the mecca madison square garden of course these are going to be two highly anticipated shows because everybody in their mother wants to go to the garden you can't go to both (laughs) that's right we should address that so that was a little interesting notation that they put in the fine print that if you put in for both shows you are only able to win one because the demand and i remember the demand being extremely high for one show back in 2020 when they went on sale that it's they're anticipating a lot of tickets to be sold for this so the best thing to do is probably find a friend and hope that you get different shows and there you go but back-to-back dates on these two it's going to be very tough. These are two that I'm aiming for, but I haven't missed an MSG show since my debut in 2008. So I'm hoping I can make both. I know I'm going to have to sort of in spots like not do the back-to-back dates for some of these. But yeah, Madison Square Garden is a really, really tough one to miss in any instance. So especially after the last one and knowing how loud that arena was you kind of want to go back every chance you get so that's the garden september 7th september 9th philadelphia pennsylvania at the wells fargo center two nights i mean (laughs) they're going to be shot after those those six shows all together how does ed not lose his voice somewhere in the middle of that two days off two days off you hope for the best yeah yeah but philadelphia you know you think they went to camden they haven't been back to philadelphia proper since the 10 show back in 2016 so it's been a little while and philadelphia is always one of those places where you know the crowd is going to come out for that and you know it's going to be loud in that building i've never done a true philadelphia show i'm not counting made in america festival as being a true philadelphia show because didn't really feel like philadelphia being at a festival but i'm really excited to get hopefully to both of these and you know that's birthday weekend for me so that'll be very very fun to attend it's going to be interesting to see if the seated section becomes one or two songs longer, stuff like that, if the fatigue starts to show up. Because like you said, these are massive shows back to back to back. And not to discount Philadelphia at all, like that that 10 show in 2016 is massive. So, you know, a lot of people will be, be calling for that again. Like, oh, are they going to do it again? Obviously, they won't. But, 
you know, they, they always seem to pull out something cool there. No matter what happens, something is going down and something memorable will take place in one of those nights for sure, if not both. Now, here we have another make update too, because September 12th, they're going down to Baltimore, Maryland at the CFG Bank Arena. And this is kind of a makeup because they had planned this for 2020. And then they were trying to plan this for 2022 because the arena was under undergoing some renovations and they weren't able to do that. That made them switch it to go up to Camden. But yeah, Baltimore, well, they only played there once back in, of course, 2013, because that's what we're going off of right now. But going back to Baltimore will be very, very interesting. And I think that could be the sleeper of this little run here, because you got to think like you got these six shows that are going to be barn burner sort of shows where they're going to have to play a lot of hits to get that crowd really, really invested. Wonder if Baltimore is the show where they're like, okay throw out some rarities here that we haven't been touching all tour and really kind of get people surprised. Yeah. could be, it's always those kind of under the radar ones, right? Your Moline's and Greenville's and things like that, that that always pop up as being the most memorable ones. So yeah, be, be keeping an eye on that one for sure. And we're finishing the U S dates for 2024 in Boston, Massachusetts on September 15th and September 17th at Fenway park. Being at all four Fenway Park shows that have already happened, I'm very excited to go back to at least one of these. It's a great place to see the band, and they always tell you know, stories about the ballpark and everything like that. I think Ed always tells a story about taking Polaroids and sneaking in and everything. So you'll probably get that story again, but they always seem to bring something special to Fenway Park, just like they do wrigley field it's not going to be that wrigley field spectacle but it's going to be a spectacle in itself are they going to pay off on the dirty frank tees that's where everybody's going to want to know Mm, not going to answer that yeah not going to answer that but we'll leave that mystery to later now let's dig in we got four dates left and they're all down in australia new zealand november 8th Auckland, New Zealand at the Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart. First time that they've been in New Zealand, I believe they weren't there in 2014, if I remember correctly. And the last time that they were there was 15 years ago in 2009 yeah. on that little run after Backspacer came out. And again, well-deserving for everybody down there. We just talked to William Reese who grew up in New Zealand and went to a bunch of shows from 1995 and 1998 and everything. And you got to think that, you know, just like anywhere else, those fans are hungry to get back on the horse here for Pearl Jam. And it's a great place for it. And these are not festivals too. So you're going to get the full experience. And these, and they've got, look at this, they got four days off after the show to get to the Gold Coast. So all, all bets are off as to what goes on. I mean, probably some, some throw your arms around me, maybe some I got you if you're lucky, but I'm gonna be that one's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I think it's spaced out enough so that those are gonna be surfing days. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely surfing days right there. After those four days, November thirteenth, we're going into Australia, the Gold Coast, Heritage Bank Stadium. I don't know much about the Gold Coast, but I believe they've been there before. And again, it's the first one in Australia in 
10 years. I don't think in 2009 they were doing Big Day Out, but I think there were some festivals here and there. I'm not quite certain, but this is going to be big. And I think that the band is going to recognize that they need to do something really special to mark their first time down there in a very, very long time. Because at this point, you know, if you're waiting 10 years, if you're waiting 10 more after this, you know, we're getting down to like time where it's, it's ticking. So we don't really know how much they'll be in Australia after this. So it's really important that they decided to go. Yeah. I'm expecting these crowds to be just massive. I mean, cause we know, how many Australian Pearl Jam fans there are? When they go down there, they usually do, like you mentioned before, like seven, eight, nine shows. And you're only getting you're only getting three in Australia, so I'm expecting these to be a tough ticket, and for the crowds to be massive and and boisterous. Big stadiums too, so hopefully there will yeah. be a lot of tickets available, but there will be a lot of demand, I'm sure. November sixteenth, Melbourne, Marvel Stadium. I like that name, Marvel Stadium. I want to go back to something that Ed said late in COVID that he's like, yeah, when we go back on tour, we should be going to Australia first because they handled COVID so well down there and Mm -hmm. it didn't happen yet. And thankfully it's going to happen this year, but I wonder if that kind of adds to sort of the spectacle of what's going to happen down there. And, And Melbourne has tons of shows that they've done in the past one extremely extremely memorable Mm -hmm. one from 1998 so yeah there's gonna be a lot of good things happening at that show i'm sure oh yeah one of the one of the really underrated cities for pearl jam like in the history like you mentioned they they've done two night runs three night runs there before and yeah i'm expecting this one to be maybe the highlight of that whole run Hoping for it, absolutely. And finally, the last date of 2024 that we know of right now, November 21st in Sydney at Giants Stadium. I think that one's going to be an emotional one because they're closing it on out. Hopefully, this is a year with a lot of ups and very few downs and a lot of very memorable moments. There's always going to be time on the road where there are going to be a few downs and a few tired days and everything like that. I think this is going to be the big release of the whole entire year where they can just sit back, party, enjoy the atmosphere, and say goodnight to the year. I think that one will go down maybe as one of the fun ones of this tour. Another four days off before, too, so they're going to have plenty of time to rest and, and be ready. I mean, if you're going to pick one that's that's going to be like the big emotional, you know, maybe a long show, too, could be three plus hours if you're looking at for that sort of thing. Nothing to do after except go home. Why not leave it all out? They always do that on the last night. So, yeah, it could be really special. And those are all of our dates, all 34 of them for 2024. And what I want to get into now, because again, I kind of mentioned before that we're going to be covering a lot of these locations to kind of prep you for these shows and get you excited because that's, if we're just doing random shows from random places before you're going out to Seattle, you're going to be like, what are you guys doing? Like, it doesn't really hype me up at all. It's, you know, doing an Arkansas show before Seattle doesn't really make sense. So we're going to make it make sense. And we're planning on kind of rearranging our schedule to fit in some of these location shows. And I went on Twitter, I went on Facebook, and I asked people 
if there were shows that we were going to cover in locations that are going to happen, which ones would you want to see? And there are some really, really good answers here. And we haven't quite picked everything yet, but there's going to be a lot of discussion here. Let's get some of the Facebook stuff first, since we got a real lot of comments over there. So what do you see that intrigues you from those comments? Yeah, I'm looking at these. I mean, we just talked about it. I'm looking at a comment from Paul Lankford. He says, Sydney, January 26, 2014, epic show. We haven't done any of those Australia shows from 2014, and it being an anniversary year does make that intriguing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's we'll keep that one in mind for sure. Looking at, we talked about the rescheduled ones. We got Peter Cassette, who says Vegas 2003. And then David Lipman said Vegas 1998, where they closed with Last Exit. So a couple of requests for Vegas there. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're going to do for the Vegas ones. It's very interesting. We can go in a lot of different directions for that. Obviously, the big one has been covered. That's 2000. We did 2006 with Brandon a long, 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 long time ago. So, yeah, we're going to keep those options open. We'll let you guys know. Maybe we're due for another 2003 show very soon. So keep that one mm-hmm. on the horizon. And then I've got uh, Chris Walterbach who says, "LA 2006." A lot of a like, lot of LA we haven't done yet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've barely scratched the surface with yeah. LA. I like that. And this is the start to the petition to knock on Patrick Warburton's door to see if he'll join the show and talk about him creating the set list for one of those LA 2006 shows. So, nice. yeah. That could be fun, and you know that's that's a goal for us in the not so distant future. I I I can see us doing 2006 for sure, but maybe even some 2000 shows that happen over in LA as well. Like there's some incredible shows that happen around there. Let's go to Twitter for a second because we got a couple people talking about this on Twitter. Gabe says. Baltimore 2013 was fantastic from the lightning bolt tour. It's the infamous Jeff storms off the stage show. And yeah, this is the only Baltimore show. So I think it has to be covered, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of, I put it on the board, you know, I think we're going to do it. A lot of requests for Dublin. We got one for Dublin 2000 from Ferg Breen. And he said it's too short of a set list, but the resurrection of Garden and the stage dive at the end of Black made the show. And there was another Black, comment. Black closes that show. Yeah, well, I'm into that idea for yeah. sure. And uh, on top of that, we have Truffles Thornton, who says that Dublin in 2006 should be the one that we do. There was an impromptu Boys Are Back in Town, great versions of Crazy Mary, debut of Education Live opener with inside job that's pretty good right there i my first thought on that is that we should do the 1996 show however we do have on our schedule already the slain castle show where they open up for neil young Mm -hmm. that could be really really interesting to do and also maybe a short show after coming back from seattle for sure for sure you got any more good ones over there? One or two. Our buddy Mar says uh, Vancouver 2011. There's, I uh, know we just did a Vancouver a couple months ago, but again, an- another another city that we haven't done a lot from. So there's a uh, there's a lot of ground to cover there. Yeah, I think we do have a Patreon request for 
the 2005 show. So we might get to that, but I'm going to hold, since it was Mar that commented, I'm going to hold that one too, because we haven't done a lot of 2011 at all. So yeah, it'll, it'll probably be either one of those two for sure. And then Patrick Bogle, our uh, buddy from Hallucinogenic Recipe, commented, says 2895, which I believe is Missoula. Yeah, that is Missoula right there. Yeah, that is very intriguing, especially because 1995 was kind of in the plans for next year, more Mm -hmm. so than this year. And I'm game for that. However, I had this idea in my mind because knowing that a Missoula show was bound to happen this year, I kept thinking that 2012 would be very interesting to talk about because after that show, the band randomly stated the next day is like, this is our instant classic. I think they went on serious radio and called an instant classic or something like that. Mm -hmm. And everybody seemed to be kind of confused and like good show, but maybe didn't deserve that title. So I wanted to kind of see if we can dispel that or maybe if it lived up to it. Cause I don't think I've listened to that show. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We, we, there's two very good options. Those are two very good options. Obviously Missoula is going to be big in every year. So yeah, well, I just like how people are requesting the Jack shows since we I had made a point last, last year about how we didn't have any on the schedules, and I like how those are starting to pop up a little bit. So thank you guys. Well, hey, that is a positive thing. I will not complain about Jack shows. Yep. It's just very hard to schedule around with everybody requesting stuff from Patreon and trying to do 1994 stuff, which we'll get into next month. Yeah, we're going to get to Jack stuff. I think some of these that we mentioned here will probably be covered. A lot of people said Berlin 2000. We are probably going to end up doing Berlin 2014 because that is a request from Aurelian and he has been here since forever. Just as one of our long, long time listeners from France, you probably remember us. We used to mention him all the time, very, very early on in the show. And he hasn't had anything requested in a very long time. So figured out that you know, he's, he's due for one. So I think the option there is probably going to be Berlin 2014. So a lot of good stuff though. Yeah. A lot of good stuff brought up here. Somebody said some of the Philly shows Camden Philly in 2006 or 2008. There's a lot of options. Portland 2000. I think that could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a, an opinion either way on the Portland shows. So I'm kind of ready, ready for whatever with that. So Here's my thing now that because everybody was able to share their opinion and put out what their request they wanted, you know, the easiest way to do this is to contribute to our Patreon because that is one of the perks for contributing to the $5 a month gig leg tier or the $10 a month horizon leg tier is that you can pick whatever show you want for us to cover on a regular episode and i think that is a great little perk to that you get to tell your story you get to kind of see you know maybe some of your memories pop back up and everything like that a lot of people have really enjoyed their personal episode that we've done and if you have one that we just mentioned all these dates that have gone down the line here if you have one from this look one of these locations then please feel free join Patreon, donate a little bit, and then we can probably fulfill your request this year. And that will take it to the top of the list. Like we could be sitting here 
Portland 2000, but somebody can be requesting Portland 2013 as a Patreon request, and that gets bumped up. So if there is something that you're really, really looking for and really, really want to happen, then I think that's the strategy right there. And the way to do it, and obviously this is a huge time of year for us with a lot of things happening right now. I can't stress that enough. I mention it on every episode. We are going through kind of a change in business LLCs right now where I have to dissolve the LLC in Connecticut since I moved and create a new one in New York, which kind of creates a little bit of chaos and the business license is up for renewal as well. So there's a lot to handle financially with this podcast right now that we can use a ton of help for while the tour is hovering right over our heads. So please even if you can throw in a dollar a month and just help us donate a little bit. I understand that with all these shows mentioned, many of you are going to multiple of these and that is an undertaking. I fully, fully understand that. But if you do have an extra dollar that you can spend every month, an extra five, an extra 10, whatever you want to do, a one-time donation is fine as well. Then please consider helping out this podcast and it's going to help us get to as many locations as we can get to know you guys get to do the reaction episodes that you guys love. And from there, we'll just be sailing. It's all about the content at this point. And we just want to give the best content for you. And the best way that we can do it is to be there and be with you guys. So if that's something, please that you feel like you can help us out on, even if it's a little bit, and not a maximum amount, then go to patreon.com slash live on four legs or go to the Patreon app and search for live on four legs or go to live on four legs.com and click the become a patron button. Well then, that was a lot of tour dates that we just went over there. There's a lot of good stuff that's happening. So, oh, I'm... I'm not overwhelmed, but I'm very, very excited and I'm very, very anxious to just get into this. Yeah, I mean, and we, see what happens. We talked about this a couple of years ago. I mean, this is with 34 shows. I mean, hopefully they all happen, fingers crossed. But this could be the biggest tour year since 2006. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. I mean, 2006 was a massive, yeah. massive tour. Yeah. But yeah, we're hoping for it. We're absolutely, absolutely hoping for it. And. You know, I think there are some conversations to be had about maybe we bring up and we do kind of some prop bets on another episode when it comes up leading to the show, especially on Gigaton songs, you know, the over under for what they're getting played for the year. Maybe we do and, a couple of those. And remember, too, at the end of the year, we're going to be doing probably one show from each run. So you guys, as you're as you're listening to these, as you're going through them, be thinking about which ones you want to vote for. Yeah, there should be one from every run. There should be one from West Coast. There should be one from Europe. There should be one from East Coast, one from Australia, too. So, yep, think about it and campaign for it, and then we'll put it to good use. So, all right, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. If you didn't get to listen to the Dark Matter reaction, then that is in your feed, especially on Spotify and Apple. And please, if you can't make a donation to Patreon but still want to help us out, the best way to do that is to subscribe to either of those platforms, Apple or Spotify. It does help with our visibility. And it also helps if you're able to give us a a rating or a comment. And please, if you feel like we deserve the five stars, please rate us five stars. Again, it's all about the visibility getting out there. 
And if you want to leave a comment for us on Apple, please feel free to do so. Again, that helps with everyone that is looking for a Pearl Jam podcast to listen to and gives them a little bit of perspective of what we do and what we do best. So, all right. Now, because this was in the weekly spot, you are getting an episode, a weekly episode tomorrow, actually, Atlanta 2012. John has nothing to say about this show. I promise you <laughs> that he does not spend 15 minutes to plea for the band to go down to Atlanta, which did I not promise. Happen. Yeah. I think we, we recorded that before the tour dates came out yeah. and we were like, yeah. yeah, not, not going down. Yeah. But please tune into that one. If you want to hear, John's memories and also if you went to the show or you didn't go to the show and you want to hear like a recap, a look back at that and tell some stories, then yeah, that's all that's there for you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun these next couple months, guys. I just keep, I can't stress this enough. Just enjoy the ride, feel the excitement and just have fun guys. That's it. When we're out there, we expect to meet you guys. We hope to meet you guys and hopefully make some memories with you guys. So this may be the end. We're here, but not for much longer. And although we may be parting ways, miss you already, miss you always. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh, three days in a row here. A triple header. That's pretty rare from us, but this is when the content is the best when shit's going down. So see you tomorrow for Atlanta 2012. Vancouver can't get here soon enough. <laughs>